For three days only, save up to 30% off bestsellers from First Light, FHF Gear, Phelps Game Calls, and the Meat Eater Store. They'll also have for sale the Bear Grease Trucker Hats and Camo. They're included in this sale and all the great gear on First Light. Whether you're fishing, shed hunting, scouting, sighting in rifles, or cutting lanes, your gear needs to keep up with all your spring and summer pursuits. The sale has you covered. Hurry, the sale ends May 16th. Shop now at firstlight.com, F-I-R-S-T-L-I-T-E.com. I'm Eric. I'm Michael. And I'm Greg. And this is Whitetail Bones. Welcome back to Whitetail Bums, everyone. This is your favorite series on the Element Channel. It's better than the main one. Yeah, it's way better than <laughs> Tyler KC, you know. I'm Eric. We got Michael and Greg here in the Whitetail Palace right now. Wow, dude. Whitetail Palace <laughs> with all these dead deer in here, dude. We're on a little bit of a break right now. We've just been traveling around a ton, but you guys have one more trip ahead of you before we hit uh, the holidays. Yeah, dude. We're going to the land where you can only take steps on rocks. In, uh, yeah, South Texas is not is not very good for spot and stalk. No, it is pretty loud, dude. It's probably the hardest place I filmed at. That New Mexico uh, mule deer hunt we went on was a pretty tough place, but that was more because like keeping up with batteries and mm. having to use the sun a lot is not. Yeah, while you're camping is not and, not easy, and you're at ten thousand feet where storms just seem to start every single day. I mean, every day we'd have like about two o'clock, it would rain every day. <laughs> Not to mention there's yeah. a, uh, every kind of needle in that country that'll find oh, you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's stuff I've never even dreamed of. What is it? Jumping chola? The, the, yeah. <laughs> I've heard it called dog chola. Dog chola. But that freaking, stuff, man, it, it's it, the it worst. looks like grass when you're walking It is through the it worst. And, then, and apparently there's monkeys down there too, right? That's what Mark Kenyon <laughs> Yeah, Mark Kenyon thinks sure. there's monkeys down there. So. Dude, I never saw really what he was talking about. But I'm pretty sure it's a porcupine. Are there porcupines down there? Maybe. It, uh... I definitely didn't see monkey. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what he saw. But, uh... If you haven't uh, watched it yet, Greg has a hunt on the YouTube channel. Yeah, right there's a new video out. And um, the Tyler KC let me hunt for a little bit and got to take advantage of it. So Dude, you absolutely smoked that deer. Dude. Absolutely smoked it. I, I thought I shot a little low because, like, I'm used yeah. to shooting a really slow yeah. uh, bow. And, like, at the shot was, like, 15 yards. And so, like... With a slower bow, like, at 15 yards, you're going to be shooting a little high with your 20-yard 20, 20 pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that bow, it's, like, it shoots flat. Yeah, right I remember 25. in South Dakota, me and KC set up in a spot where, like, the shots were at 5 yards, 10 yards, and then 50 yards. <laughs> and I remember asking KC, I was like, at 10 yards, like, how low do I need to aim? And he was like, dude, don't even worry. Like, with these bows, you do not need to worry about it that much. Just as long as just, just put your pin where it needs to go. And top pin city. Yeah. Well, we were just uh, on a trip with J.P. France of the Houston Astros and Lay McNasty, who is a freaking funny dude. <laughs> dude. That dude is, is ridiculous. <laughs> he, like, everybody says this when they meet somebody from the Internet. It's like, they're the exact same human as... 
they are on Instagram. He's pretty much he the exact same human. He's that times 10. Yeah. I mean, it's like kind of <laughs> overboard how, like, he's just being himself in those videos. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not even like he's acting yeah. in some of those skits. And it, it's all day long. He does not stop. Yeah, like, he as is soon constantly as constantly Dude, we, the first <laughs> day, so funny. he got there while, like, we went to bed like 45 minutes before he got there. So we didn't really meet him. He just walked into the house, passed me and Greg, who were <laughs> bumming it. And uh, so we didn't really meet him. And then the first morning, I, like, went out to the garage to change, and he was in the kitchen when I came back. And he was just making jokes. Right away. It's like, dude, we don't even know each other right now. <laughs> and it's then ridiculous. we had uh, JP, who uh, I can't remember. He, he started following me, or I followed him, and we kind of, like, I realized he was using cruiser saddles and... Uh, he was shooting vector arrows at the time, and so we kind of started broing it out and messaging each other. And he was in the minors at this time, and this past year he got called up to the Astros and uh, pitched in the World Series this year, and we got to bring him Didn't along. Didn't he absolutely just annihilate the Cardinals this oh, year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we Dude, don't need to talk about he's that. He's one of the Astros' <laughs> best pitchers this year. Yeah, for sure. So he, uh, we brought him along with us, and that was a lot of fun. Hopefully you don't. Really know what to expect, I feel like. I, I, I've been hunted with many baseball players, actually only one. But I feel like I wasn't expecting JP to be, like, as like passionate about as passionate yeah. as he was. Yeah. yeah he like was, it was, both of them were, like, diehard hunters. Yeah. Like, they yep. love hunting. Mm-hmm. And that was crazy. really cool. JP had two bows. And he had every gizmo you could have for that. Yeah, bow. it was dude. like it was awesome. To so see. JP <laughs> shot a turkey when I was with him, and that bow was just silent. Yeah, dude, we were shooting out in the yard, and he would shoot, and it'd be like the arrow hitting the target would be louder than the bow. Man, yeah, that's crazy. Shout out, Matt. You got to do some hunting though while we we're there. I sure did, dude. I wasn't even really expect. Casey was like, "You want to do some hunting?" Like when we were leaving, he was like, "You have your bow?" I was like, "Sure." Yeah, I'll hunt. And when, you know, I'm a camera guy. Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> I love hunting and I would love to hunt all the time. But the job is to be a camera guy. That's right. Yep. And so I wasn't really expecting to hunt. And then, like, the second day, they were like, You want to hunt? I was like, I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> so I was pretty much third on the totem pole, though, because obviously we wanted the two guys who don't get to hunt as much to shoot the deer. And uh, so I was pretty much just making any spot I could work with the wind. And, you know, the first couple of days didn't go too well. I, uh, <laughs> I was on the same spot and kept getting messed up by pretty much the same thing, just on opposite. Like the thermals rising oh, yeah. would get me, and then the thermals sinking would get me. I feel me. like but the when, winds were being tricky everywhere. Yeah, especially up there where you were. It's really tricky there because I don't know if you know where it is, but it is I, literally I in a bowl. Like, it's in a bowl, and then a pond comes in from the south side. So, thermals are hmm. weird in that place. Yeah, the deer are going to take advantage of thermals going in there every yeah. single time. It's pretty it tough. It was pretty much every time the sun would get up, like, the sun would come over the hills, and it would start heating up the little valley. Like, mm-hmm. it's not really a valley, but the little valley. And as soon as the sun would get up and that start happening, you would start smelling the pond. No matter what wind it was, you'd start smelling the pond, and then a deer would blow. Hmm. But so, you did have some success. I did. That happened. The, hold up. Yeah, never mind. Keep going. That <laughs> happened on a overcast day. 
So the deer couldn't really take advantage of a rising thermal Mm because it wasn't heating up, like, nearly as fast as it needed to to, like, make the thermal rise up the the draw. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting there, and I'm telling you what, dude, I was really trying to stay off my phone, but some of those mornings were just real slow. (laughs) So I was sitting there. I wasn't on my phone, but I was just daydreaming. Like, just staring out into space, and I just see a doe head just hop over a fence. And I'm like, head. I'm like, it, like, wakes me up out of the daydream, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, it's about to go down, because she's coming from a weird, like, just ran over a, a highway and is walking down a ridge straight at the feeder and where I'm at. And I'm like, oh, well, there's no way they're going to smell me. And then I see, like, four more heads pop over the hill. Mm-hmm. So... I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm self-filming, so I'm, like, getting the camera, like, set up. I'm not – I got a little bit of footage up where they are, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to just frame up where I think they're going to end up because when you're self-filming and it's on the ground and there's six pairs of eyes, you kind of know you're not going to be able to get away with much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost impossible. I'm eye level pretty much where I am set up. It is a pretty good little hole, like, cover-wise, but it – uh. I'm eye level, so I'm like, man, I'm not going to be able to get away with much. And the first thing that steps in is just this giant square body doe. And I'm like, oh, please. But she, like, walks straight at me. And I'm like, I'm not taking a 27. Like, the feeder's at 27. I'm not taking a 27-yard frontal uh, at this point in the season and on a doe. It's it's just not worth it. I'll just wait for my shot. And out of nowhere, just freaks out. Just Runs away, never mm. see her again. And I'm like, okay, well, next doe that pops in is getting shot. Because I see a forky coming down the hill. I'm like, I don't want to shoot a small <laughs> buck. And I, uh, so he jumps in, starts feeding around, and I'm like, okay. And then a doe just pops out of nowhere, just right over the hill, comes in. And I'm like, that's the one. She's getting it. She is getting <laughs> shot right now. So she walks in, and she's perfectly broadside, and I go to draw. I draw my bow, and it hits a twig and just snaps it because mm. it's just like this like little – I don't even know what type of bush. Just the tiniest little bush right in front of me, and it just snaps the twig off when I draw. And she looks right at me, but doesn't really care. Goes back to feeding. Wow. And like kind of – I'm telling you, the hole I was in was real good. If I didn't snap that, would have had no idea. Nice. But I – uh. So that happens, and I'm at full draw at this point, and she, they're like, they put their heads back down, but she's still kind of quartering two, with, but the shoulder's like back. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I can't shoot there. So I'm just, I'm literally just sitting there full draw, just like, just holding it at the angle that I can hold it at. And finally, she opens that shoulder up, and it's still a quarter two, but I squeeze it, like, I'm, like, I can fit it in there. Yeah. And I shoot, and, it hits her. I think it hits her pretty good, but it's a like not a full pass through. Like there's a good amount of arrow still hanging out the other side. So I'm I call Tyler. I'm like, I mean, I think I heard chest cavity <laughs> pop. I think she's gonna be dead right up there on the hill because I saw her run up on the hill and like just stop. And then I I was about to shoot another deer. I got another arrow on and just didn't look back up there. Mm-hmm. But um. All that to say, she was absolutely toast. Like I looked at the footage and I was I called Tyler back. I was like, she's done. Like yeah. she's gonna be up there on the hill dead. Yeah, you smoked her. Yeah. And so I wait for Tyler and as he's coming in, he absolutely is just wanting to shoot quail so bad. <laughs> he's like he asked me, he's like, dude, 
Like I could tell he felt bad. He was, I was like, dude, I, can I, can I just go jump these quail? Over here? Like, can I just go walk this out and try to jump a quail? And I'm like, dude, she's, I'm pretty sure she's going to be, she's either dead up there or she went across the road. So uh-huh. those are the two options we have. Just go jump some quail. So as he's coming down, shoots a quail, misses a couple, but they're going out low and fast. So it's whatever. But we walk up on it and it's, uh, it's not a doe. Actually. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. It, as soon as oh, I walk no. up on it, it is, a nubbin buck mm. and immediately felt horrible. Well, it sounds like you have another nickname. Yeah, it's no longer Spike. That's not good. It's a downgrade from Spike, dude. <laughs> Spike, Mike. Dude, I was so happy that I just smoked this deer and then walk up on it and just immediately realize, nope, Michael, you're still an idiot. No, At the end of the day, man, no. like, like you did a good, you made a good shot this time, dude. but. First element kills, so Dude, congrats. Yeah. Shooting deer is fun. <laughs> yeah. It is fun. I don't for care real. what for it sure. is. We got some meat we got to cut up, so. Yeah, for sure. Man, so today's podcast, this is something we're going to do a lot next year, uh, but we're going to start one with this year. introduce it this year. Yeah, so you guys probably remember Tyler and Casey used to do big buck breakdowns, and we're essentially going to be doing that again on the Whitetail Bums uh series or whatever you want to call it honorary bum yeah is going to be joining us that, hey that's a yeah that's what we're going to start calling yeah. it Dude, so my buddy chris carter from back home in illinois i thought his name is carter chris carter is his last you, name so we call him you carter just call him carter though yeah gotcha. it's just that's weird. something we've always two, done two first name man <laughs> <laughs> but me and chris go way back uh like we worked at a furniture store in like 2010 or 11 do you have any uh commercials from the furniture store not like kc Dang. but yeah, <laughs> we, need yeah, to find seen it. <laughs> we need to figure out <laughs> we how gotta to put that oh, somewhere today would be a good day to post that like make a we, reel of it and post dude, it let's do it <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do it after this we'll, so someone will make a reel but uh, me and Chris worked at a furniture store, and that's, like, when I started getting interested in hunting. And he had been hunting most of his life. And he's from Georgia but moved to Illinois. And we used to geek out every day about hunting, and he's taught me a lot. But He also bailed us out on a turkey trip last year. He did. Because I broke a very expensive mic handle. Uh-huh. And, and he just so happened to have a mic for us. Dude, we could not find a mic within, like, 60 miles of where <laughs> we were hunting. And... He drove to a Walmart and gave us one of the mics you guys used to use yep. on your old YouTube channel. That's right. Um, but Shout out he, to you guys. Yeah, the deer guys. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Carter, like I said, he's taught me a lot, and he has a pretty cool story about a buck he just shot with a muzzleloader. And so, oh, muzzleloader. I know nothing about what we're about to talk about, so this is going to be it's, story dude, time to it's the a, max. It's a really good story, so we'll uh, take a break and get him on real quick. Let's go. For three days only, save up to 30% off bestsellers from First Light, FHF Gear, Phelps Game Calls, and the Meat Eater Store. They'll also have for sale the Bear Grease Trucker Hats and Camo. They're included in this sale and all the great gear on First Light. Whether you're fishing, shed hunting, scouting, sighting in rifles, or cutting lanes, your gear needs to keep up with all your spring and summer pursuits. The sale has you covered. Hurry, the sale ends May 16th. Shop now at firstlight.com, F-I-R-S-T-L-I-T-E.com.
All right, I got my buddy Chris Carter on the phone now. Dang What's dude. up, dude? What have you been up to? Not much, man. Just uh, hunting some Illinois public and a couple times uh, going down to the farm, which you're familiar with. Yes, sir. Dude, I was telling everyone how we go way back and started like 2010 or 11. We were working at uh, a furniture store, and we used to geek out yeah. almost every day about deer hunting. <laughs> yeah, no, those are those are those are good times, and both of us have definitely come a long way since those times. Yeah, what dude. do you guys think is your favorite piece of furniture? As the professionals here, man, <sighs> do you remember that old sectional that used to be like seven hundred pounds? Oh yeah, that we would have to move. we would need that one. That one we'd have to move like every two or three months from yeah, upstairs because no one would buy on it. this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on this old rickety handmade elevator uh that was yeah that was a good one <laughs> the old head section <laughs> dude that, those what, were some good days what was the best seller yeah what was the best they seller? sold a lot of mattresses i, f- I feel yeah. like yeah. like yeah. mattresses all over really but like it was a small place in illinois and like they would sell to places in like uh like California, it seemed like, right? That was yeah. the furthest they went. Yeah. Chicago, a lot of people come down because of the brands they carry. Yeah. And, Golly. Um, I mean, you drive by it and you would think the place is going to be like condemned. I mean, it was made out of old, like, grain bin metal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <no. laughs> it was wild. <laughs> yeah. But those I mean, are... you can see daylight daylight through some of the wall <laughs> that's right that's I where i'm behind my section for sure <laughs> but yeah dude that's where like the white tail bum life really started that's i feel where, like <laughs> that's where the vision yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's it you said 2010 yeah i think so right dude. it was around that time 2010 2011 yeah, I, yeah it had to be because i think i got married and well i got married in 2012 yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah, 2010. I wasn't even out of elementary yeah. school yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, over the years, we've always just, you know, kept in tr- touch and uh, hung out when we get the chance and just have always, you know, kept each other updated on our seasons. And this year, you've had a pretty crazy story and uh, one with history you've had with a deer. Yeah, um, it kind of goes back to. Um, 2021, I think is the, that's the, the furthest back I can find trail camera pictures of, of this buck. And I almost want to say though, that I think I saw him in 2000, in 2020 COVID year. Um, but it can't, I can't be for sure, but definitely. Yeah. 2021. Um, so, and you've had encounters with, um, uh, I, I think this is, was this the buck that where he walked up behind you and was like, like within 10 yards? Cause I remember you had no, a, so that one. Yeah. So no, the, that one was on, uh, public. That was, uh, mm. that's the one that took me this one. Um, I was looking up actually back through some of our, our texts and cause I, I wanted to know the exact date you and I were talking on October 31st. You had a good day in the stand i think you had two or three shooter bucks come in on you real close Good. yeah and look at you, you <laughs> that, you, was, you that was yeah i remember that that was texas poke land it was halloween i think yeah yeah that's a good yeah. day to so be it was, it is. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> i uh i i told you that um there was a stand that i i haven't hunted yet or I, it's been yeah. years 
because the biggest deer I ever I ever saw or shot at out of that stand, um, I completely missed him. Just target panic, ripped it right over his back. Right. Um, and he he netted one sixty eight. Mm. And Ooh, that'll hurt. The neighbor, the neighbor, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I see pictures of the neighbor with the deer. It's like, man, that deer looks really familiar. Uh, and it's like, yeah. oh no, no, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so I hadn't been in that stand since then you know just i was mad i even before that one i had missed two other bucks that were they would have been my biggest they would have been upper 130s low 140s type bucks and i've so i've missed three deer out of that same stand uh, or out of that same stand and, and, man, and so it's always stand <laughs> it's an awesome stand you know right it's an awesome stand but it knowing the kind of bad kind of juju uh, that comes with it yeah, yeah. guaranteed you know i'm like <laughs> yeah it's like oh i could just i'd much rather just see him in an open field 200 yards away and like hey that was cool so, uh, yeah but anyway you know you and i were talking about that and then um um that's where i actually so uh the first time i ever saw that the buck um real quick it was my first hunt ever with a saddle and it was actually your old saddle and he came he came up behind me and maybe that's what you're talking about he came up yeah, behind me okay yeah i think I, so I, I saw i saw his reflection in the pond <laughs> oh and my goodness dude i mean that was the first year i stopped uh, filming i didn't have my camera <laughs> or nothing but it, was, it was one of the prettiest pictures i'd seen and so i I guessed him at three and a half and he was at, you know, right about that 15 yards, like you said. And then I'm like, well, you know, not, not really what I was looking for, but he's a good deer. And I could tell he was young. So he walks off and then he stops broadside on the other side of the pond at 40 yards. And it, I mean, he looked even better over there <laughs> and because one, cause he's walking away, but two, it's like, okay, you know, he's, he's going to be something. Yeah. And, uh, I haven't seen him until, um, uh, when was that? That would have been November 5th. Of so this year. I'm back in the, yes, I'm back. I, I decide you, after, you know, you and I talk, I'm like, the wind was perfect. I love this area. Um, you're essentially kind of creek bottom, but, and then a ridge that you're looking at, it's a big dope bedding area and the bucks just cut the trails, um, look, you know, checking for them. They don't have to get up in that area. They can, they can stay low. And, um, I've always done, you know, I've had, I've seen some nice deer. So that's where I decide to go first time in, you know, and I'm like reliving all of the mistakes. <laughs> that I've ever of and I'm not seeing anything and, um, no does, nothing. So, um, it's probably nine fifteen something like that. And, uh, I look up and I can see a deer coming from the, the doe bedding area and it's just kind of taking its time. Um, he's, it's facing me and I can tell that, you know, it's like shoulders are kind of broad. I'm like, it's gotta be a buck. And he picks his head up. And the one thing about this deer is he's got like a fawn spot in the middle of his face <laughs> and his oh muzzle is black. It's like a black stripe. Huh. And so it, you know, in the woods, a white spot in the middle of something black, it sticks out, you yeah. know, and I knew him as as soon as I see it, I was like, no way that's him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I'm like, heart is just like thumping. thumping at that <laughs> yeah. Looking out through my, my binoculars. So 
you know, he's he's up on he's probably well within like seventy yards, and he is just taking his time. He's just eating. He's eating uh, like sugar maple, like picking the green light leaves off of the briars um, and all this. And so he starts to come down the hill and I've got my, I've had my bow in my hand. You know, once I realized it was him, I didn't need to keep looking at him through the binoculars because I knew, I knew what he was. And so he's kind of coming down this ridge and then he kind of turns around and starts going back up and uh, he's flicking his tail as he's going. I'm like, well, that's cool. I guess I, you know, I would have never guessed he'd be over here. Yeah. Um, I've got his trail, his pictures, are only coming from two spots and it's on like a brushy fence row. And, you know, it was just on a whim that he was over there, but, um, you know, so, uh, he kind of turns back around and he comes back in. And so the whole time he's coming and I'm obviously this is, it's, it's probably for him to move five yards. I bet it's taken 10 minutes. Oh, wow. I mean, he's just 10 minutes. Just like an hour away. Yeah. No kidding. feels like forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think I told you, I found, I felt like I was in his bedroom because he was just, I mean, he didn't have a care in the world. He wasn't yeah. chasing does. This November, November 5th. Hmm. He wasn't chasing does. Um, he wasn't, he, he, he didn't work. There's two scrapes that I could see and he didn't care about either one of those. He was just eating. Huh. And so, um, he felt comfortable, and I just felt like that was his, where he was living, or close to. Right. And um, so anyway, he ends up coming in and out of the same area, not cu- not cutting more than 50 yards. And I had him quartering away at one point at 50, and he was, you know, the head down just eating. And I'm like, I can, I know I can make that shot, but I just didn't. I knew this – he kind of was wanting to go a certain way, and I knew when he would because I'd missed – three other deer before them before yeah. him, <laughs> out of that. when he gets to this one tree it's 32 yards and i was like i would much rather want a 32 yard shot on this buck broadside than a 50 yard shot quartering away mm-hmm. and uh so when he turned around that last time uh he went up and i'm like okay he's gone you know forever now and um i hung my bow you know kind of without making too much noise but i definitely slammed it down on the bow holder and mm-hmm. Uh, out, of frustration, out, you know, <laughs> out of yeah, frustration or out of frustration, I'm like, you know, you, 50 yards uh, quartering away, you know, and no one I can make the shot. Like, you know, you only get so many opportunities, and I felt like I let that one go, even though mm-hmm. I wanted a different shot. And you know, so you know, I was kind of kind of pouting, but then um, I can remember, and uh, which is crazy, I said out loud, "What is the chance that he comes back?" Uh-huh. And I kid you not, I kid you not, Eric, I couldn't finish the word or the sentence and I could see the legs, <laughs> Whoa, come, God. you know, and so Absolutely I'm, I'm turning into, yeah, dude, I'm turning in the stand. That bow was, that bow was ready. And now he's kind of coming with more of like a, um, a mission going to that spot. You know, he's, he's, he's not taking his time. He's, he's moving real quick. And so I come to full draw cause I know he was coming through and stop him and he kind of gets his head wrapped up and there's a vine and some briars that were connected well his antlers kind of get caught in it and he's shaking this thing around so when i grunt you know mouth grunt him to stop and i i feel like i'm holding good he's quartering to just a little bit i let the arrow go and it hits him high and it like kind of kicks as it hit like 
the angle that I shot, my knock was like, like I, you know, it was like facing the opposite way. It yeah. just, mm. it, it hit, just hit weird. And I'm wondering if I didn't hit that vine swinging, you know, yeah. or something. Cause it just didn't make, make sense. And this is the same arrow, you know, a couple of years ago, I killed an elk on a 45 yard frontal, same, mm. same shot. Yeah. And I got, 27 inches of penetration on it and it's Golly. i shoot the uh, yeah i shoot an inch and a half sever you know two blade mechanical um it's a 480 grain arrow and this thing um it, it um maybe got to the end of the ferrule of the broadhead man hmm. you know and so then i'm i you know send out the text like hey man i, I think you were the first one i texted Look at that. I shot the buck that I've been wanting, you know. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I can uh, – I remember just being excited that you shot one. I was like, man, I hope he finds it because I knew, like, it's been a few years since you've shot a good buck, right? Yeah. Yeah, especially with my bow. I mean, I shot um, a good one in 2021 with my muzzleloader. Um, that was a fun hunt. Um but a fun. he, yeah, no, it's, fun. <laughs> it's been, it's been probably four years since I shot one with my bow. Yeah. And so how, what, what happened after you shot or you texted me, you probably waited a little bit then, huh? I did. So I texted, you know, I texted you and then I texted, um, you know, my father-in-law and I said, Hey, shot him. Um, I don't think it's going to be good. But I want to give him time. So I took my time getting down. Uh, we get back to the cabin and uh, or actually the house and um, we're talking it over and it just, you know, I just knew it just didn't feel right. You right. know, the way he ran away, seeing the arrow, I'm just like, man, you know, hope, you know, fingers crossed that something weird happened. And and, I, and the more I thought, it's like, well, maybe I got more than what I did and it just hit a bone and kind of bounced back, you know, and yeah. I, my eyes couldn't pick it up. And, um, so we waited about three hours, I think, and, um, found blood right away. Um, it was better at, in the beginning than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it was, uh, we, we, we covered, and it's probably 300, 350 yards. Yeah. Probably, you know, and it got to a point where the first, hundred yards was really good blood not really good but good blood better than i like i said better than i thought um and then after that hundred yards it was like pin drops and Hmm. every i don't know 10 feet 15 feet something like that yeah um and not a good really no and never found my arrow um so we're coming up and i can see the edge of the field it was i basically shot him on one one field edge kind of and he ran to this other straight across i shot him west of this block of timber and he ran to the east side of it and uh he was on the very edge and as i'm coming up this ridge i'm at this point i'm just trying to do a body you know just to see if i can see him laying somewhere Uh um, or something and um because the blood stops it just eventually it just it just stops yeah and uh i get to the edge man and i I see him stand up Ugh. and of course his, his rack is sky lit, you know, and it's just like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> that'll make you want to throw and up. Just start and thinking he, about that tree again. And 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh wanted to pull my hair out and uh he runs off he runs off and he's not limping he's not not doing anything he runs off like a normal deer you know like a like a healthy deer man and so um i meet up with my father-in-law and i was like oh did you see him and he goes no uh, I was like, well, he ran, you know, he's running kind of your, your way. And he goes, I never did it. It's super thick over where we were. Um, but I said, he's, he's looks fine, you know? Man. And so that was it. So then I, that, that car ride, you know, it's an hour and 15 minutes mm-hmm. from the farm to my house. Yeah. There was no music playing. There was no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Just a terrible feeling. But a few, yeah. what was it? A few weeks went by. And you went back you, out you there. Yeah, go, go the very ahead. next day, yeah, the very next day, uh, my uh, my wife's cousin was on a different part of the farm, and he goes, "Hey, was this buck?" And he starts describing it, and I'm like, "Well, that sounds like him." I mean, there's you know, he's chocolate racked, white, I mean, like he's got a spot in the middle of his face, uh-huh. um, you know, and all that. And he goes, "Dude, he's out. He's out eating in the clover." And uh, he goes, he's limping a little bit, but he doesn't look bad. Yeah. And I said, cool. You know, and I figured that was the, that was it. I was going to find him dead when I, cause I was going to look uh, hard for sheds or, oh, you, yeah. know, if, you know, if he, you know, for him, but I figured that was it. So then it's second Illinois shotgun season. Um, can't remember what day that was. Just December 2nd, I think, which was like a Saturday. And I only had a day. And so uh, I hunted that same stand just out of, you know, like, man, hopefully he comes. So we're using and, your uh, shotgun or mu- muzzleloader? Muzzleloader. You okay. can use, I can, I can use my muzzleloader during the shotgun season. Gotcha. Okay. Go ahead. And, sorry. Uh, no, no. Um, yeah. So I didn't see anything in the morning or no, I take that back. I, I passed a really nice three-year-old and, um, had a few uh, pictures of him and, um, it was, yeah, actually, I would be lying if I said it wasn't hard to pass him, but I did. <laughs> and um, the evening, I kind of was looking at my options, and I'm uh, eating. Uh, I'm eating lunch, and I, I get to the spot where I think I'm going to go, and I, I'm, I'm eating lunch, just kind of hanging out. I didn't want to go back to the house and do all that because I knew I wanted to be out early, and um, I knew if I went to the house, I'd take a nap and take my time getting out. Yeah, I, you know, screw something up. So I'm looking at it, I'm getting all my gear together and I'm getting ready to, I'm like locking the Jeep, everything. And I'm like, notice the wind is like, absolutely couldn't be more wrong for this stand I'm going. But uh-huh. it's a um, theme. there was a, <laughs> we had a, um, a buck on camera that was coming out in daylight. So that's the kind of why I was over there. It was warm, like 50 some. So this was another clover, clover plot. And, uh, it's like, okay, well, you know, that's my best bet. But then as I'm, you know, like I said, I'm standing there, it's like, this is terrible. I mean, there's nothing. I blow everything out of the woods. So yeah. but last minute decision, I go to this spot. And it was actually one of the spots where I've been getting pictures of this buck all summer. And it's a cut cornfield. Um, stuff, stuff is still left in. And so I sat there, you know, all afternoon. And I only saw it's coming out like four o'clock. And at about that time, I think I can, I think legal shooting time ends at five. And um, about that time, I see a buck in the woods coming behind me and then kind of just like skirt out of the way. I never really get a good look at him. And I'm like, well, you know, 
that's going to be the only one I see. <laughs> and uh, So my wife texts me and she says, our son is throwing up every 15 minutes and he's been sick before, but you know, usually like a half hour to an hour, but like every 15 minutes, that's, that's bad. So yeah. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm just going to get down. I, I, you know, um, it was fun. I got to see a nice buck, you know, and, um, I was, I was out the farm by myself. Just kind of, those days are kind of nice, you know, yeah, right. I like hunting with people, but it's, it's also nice to hunt by yourself. Yep. It is. And so, you know, I'm getting everything lowered and, um, I'm walking out. So there's still plenty of light, you know, we're talking like a half hour. And, uh, as I'm coming to this edge, I can see a deer, um, with his head down, he's kind of behind a little hill. It's kind of like a, it's not a super flat field. There, there's some topography to it, man. He's on the backside of this. And so I put my gun down and, you know, actually slide my backpack off. Cause I, like I said, I was irritated, but you know, whatever. And I'm looking and he picks his head up and I'm like, Oh, that's a nice buck. And I'm looking, I was like, he's standing in the middle of this field and I've got the wind in my favor. And, um, I'm like, what's it going to hurt? You know, yeah. I'm either going to get a chance or I'm going to mess this up real bad. <laughs> and it's the only deer in the field, you know, yeah, so yeah. I am going. And so as soon as he puts his head down, I, um, I think I take a layer off. I'm in, I'm in the woods looking at him. I'm not out in the open. I take a layer off bag down and I get on my hands and knees and I'm like, you know, crawling, putting the gun out in front of me, taking a couple steps or, crawling you know a couple feet mm -hmm. and then sliding it and i was thinking he was probably 250 yards in this field ish um and i notice at one point i can see the tines coming over this hill and i'm like dang it you know now now so, so i get ready and i pull a hammer back on the muzzle loader and i'm looking and the first shot he gives me i'm taking and, but then I kind of see him, you know, stop and I never see his head. I just see the tips of him and then turn around and start going downhill. So I, you know, put the hammer back down and I get up and I sprint as fast as I can. You do the Casey Smith thing. Yeah. Where you're like crouched over, like throwing your back out. kind of. Dude, yeah. That is the worst pain you'll feel in the woods trying to do that. Oh man. Yeah. And binoculars bouncing all over the oh, place. Yeah. <laughs> and so I stand up and he's quartering away. I stand up, hammer back and I'm looking. Oh, and I also zoom, I got a, my scope is like three to seven or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's in all the way. I couldn't hold steady on him for nothing and i'm <laughs> i'm starting to squeeze i'm starting to squeeze you know and i'm like eventually you know like it's like i'm gonna try to do a surprise shot and it's gonna break where i want it to but i'm like dude there is no way no <laughs> way so i'm i let it down and i'm looking at him and he starts kind of walking away he never sees me so i take that time i get back down on my hands and knees and i cover another probably 30 yards so at this point, uh, I think I ranged him later. Uh, he was about 60 yards. And so then before I stand up, I'm taking deep breaths just to calm myself. And I just kind of ease up and I wrap my hand through the sling, hammer back, looking at him. And I keep drifting left and right. So I'm going into his neck, then back to his butt, 
<laughs> and then as it's coming back, I squeeze and of course the muzzle loader, it's just all, you know, powder. It's just all smoke. Yeah. Dude. And then, so I don't, I'm, I'm looking like as soon as I shoot, as soon as it breaks, I'm looking left and right. Cause I'm thinking he's going to either go to this pond uh-huh. or he's going back to the woods. Smoke clears. And I'm like, what in the heck, you know? <laughs> Cause that's I, muzzleloader. Huh? It's like, yeah. it's like I'm the like, biggest surprise of what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can't see anything, you know? And I'm like, I take a couple steps and I'm like, Oh wait, you know, there's that looks like a belly, but it could be a corn stalk, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, I'm, I'm walking up, you know, a little bit more and I'm like, dang, no way. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just like a deer. And I, I, you know, I knew it was like, it's a good, it's a good deer. Yeah. And, um, uh, um, I think I texted you. I hadn't even got to him yet, and I, I think, or, or I texted somebody, and I was just sending them pictures as I got closer. <laughs> uh, just a, a, white, a white belly, and uh, no, um, I think it was actually my father-in-law. And he goes, "What am I supposed to be looking at?" And I said, "Pinch and zoom," you know. And that's all I kept saying. <laughs> well, I get to you know about thirty yards from him, and uh, or something like that, and. Um, I've looked at enough of his trail camera pictures that his one side is a four point side. And I just immediately like hundred percent. And I, you know, like there is no way that is him. Uh huh. And so I, I haven't even, I haven't even got up on, on to him yet. And so I walk around to the back side. And in the top of one of his shoulders, I can see a hole and pus coming out. Dad gum. And I was like, oh my God. I like never had that kind of feeling like that. You know, I mean, as far as like redemption or anything, uh-huh. you know, the, the most, um, I guess, successful I've ever felt um, is when I shot my elk. That's something I've always wanted to do as a kid. Yeah. You know? Elk. Elk was like, man, I might only get one chance to do it. And I figured it was through an outfitter. Um, and I, when I got him, you know, it, it just would have never guessed. But this one, this one felt different just because, I mean, I, I know, I know I, I texted you and I, I don't want it to sound bad, but I felt when I, when he came in, you know, that first time I had the experience with him and I shot him at him, you know, hit him with my bow. I was like, I, you know, I said, I felt like it was, I was meant to get him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Which is the, it's weird to say, but dude, I mean, I, I don't ever get chances at redos with, with hardly anything. Yeah. I mean, life or let alone hunting. I never, you know, um, I don't know how many deer that are, I've hunted, you know, at the farm, you know, I've showed you pictures of them uh-huh. and, you know, uh, the neighbor ends up getting them and I'm always happy. I, I love people. I love seeing the deer that I've, you know, chasing, but man, this one, just everything about it is like, it was meant to be some way. Some yeah, I don't know dude. why. Just that man, that one, you know? it was a grace from God for sure. I mean, that, what a crazy story. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, so yeah, he, you know, um, he's, uh, nine, nine points. Um, super like his mass is awesome throughout his 20 i think 20 and three eighths on one beam 21 and three eighths on the other he's super symmetrical um i i actually taped him last night and he was um 
uh, low 140s. Yeah. Oh, he like was 140. Dude, like you said, he's got that chocolate rack, too. It's a good-looking book. Yeah. Have you posted um, it on your Instagram yet? No, I haven't. Um, just because I, you know, I don't, I don't know why. I, I was kind of actually kind of mad that I didn't have. I mean, all the pictures that I have, you know, uh, like the recovery photos. Man, I, I was out there by myself. I didn't oh, have my yeah. big camera. Yep. No tripod. I'm, I'm sticking my phone in one of the pockets of my backpack. And then like setting like a timer. Uh huh. And like running, running around behind <laughs> him to hold him up. So. Yeah. I, I, I will though. I'll, I'll yeah. post. I'll post a picture. So uh, um, if you guys want to see yeah, pictures we'll, of that, go follow Chris. He was a Chris C underscore Carter underscore twenty one something like that. That's who that is. <laughs> I see comments yeah, yeah. on the yeah. from time to time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. that's it. Thanks for uh, coming on here though and sharing that story Dude, with what us, a man. Story. It, yeah, congrats, it's crazy. Man. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate being on. I, I, uh, uh, I've, I've talked about this deer a lot and. Uh, man i hope to hope to do it again next yeah, one I shoot. for sure man again congrats thanks dude well that was a crazy story like i said and uh hopefully we'll be doing the uh, more of these next year so if you guys like it you know wait 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 wait, wait. before we end this there's a thing a lot of Texans don't understand, <laughs> and it's something I really want to emphasize that. What's that? Chris talked about a little bit. <laughs> when you shoot that muzzle, oh, yeah. and the smoke covers <laughs> up the deer, you will never feel your eyes going like side to side, just like, "Where's he going? Where's he going? Where's he going? Where's he going?" Yeah, yeah, I know nothing about that. Dude, like, dude, I mean, Texas. There's, I mean, I think there's some muzzleloader season, some in East Texas or something. But yeah, dude, I've. It's been rifle hunting. Yeah, why wouldn't you use a high <laughs> Yeah, I ain't, I ain't using a muzzleloader. There's no reason to. But, like, it is seriously, like, it's probably a good three or four seconds that you are just, like, like, your heart is just, like, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It is so awesome. Let me ask you this. When's Ohio's muzzleloader season? That's a great question. I do you need to be doing this? I believe it's the first week of January, and I may. Yeah, what do you need? I, I think may you need just to, have the boomstick out in Ohio, trying to chase some permission deer. I think you should do I it. I might have a plan already. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, but uh, like I said earlier, Greg has a video out right now, so be sure to go check that out. Yeah, there's um, a lot, lots of lots of bucks in that video. Yeah, dude. For, that, for whatever reason, I got to hunt like the best days of the year at that yeah, property. That's <laughs> the good thing about having three camera guys and two guys who hunt like mainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because one can be hunting and exactly, making some content. Exactly. But uh, the season's not over yet. They they got a trip ahead of them, and then uh, we may have uh, some more hunting to do so after the New Year. So January slash it ain't over yet. Hunting to do. <laughs> <laughs> We might have to go back to Deerleys. I've seen some, yeah, some bucks on camera. I know, for real. <laughs> if we uh, don't have another whitetail bums before Christmas, though, everyone, hopefully uh, everyone has a good Christmas and a uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you. For three days only, save up to 30% off bestsellers from First Light, FHF Gear, Phelps Game Calls, and the Meat Eater Store. They'll also have for sale the Bear Grease Trucker Hats and Camo. They're included in this sale. 
and all the great gear on First Life. Whether you're fishing, shed hunting, scouting, sighting in rifles, or cutting lanes, your gear needs to keep up with all your spring and summer pursuits. The sale has you covered. Hurry, the sale ends May 16th. Shop now at firstlight.com, F-I-R-S-T-L-I-T-E.com. 